<laughs> my guest today is Jordan Reed. Um, <laughs> we'll just continue with that. Yeah, like when I got this hookup, I started playing around with it with my son, right? Mm-hmm. And we're like goofing around. I set it up and I listen and I'm like, holy fuck, do I hate my voice? <laughs> but then as you talk to everybody that's done this, right? Everyone hates their voice. Yeah. And it just, it takes some getting used to. And then, like, I listen to other people who podcast. And nobody has, like you said, like, the smooth James Earl voice or, like, no Morgan Freeman sitting there reading it's, away. It's or, all auto-tuned. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I had to get over that super quick. Um, the first thing I want to talk to you about, because that was the last time I hung out with you, was you came with me to the WWE event. Yeah. And um, you disappeared all white girl wasted on me. <laughs> and um, everyone that came with me seemed a little underwhelmed by it uh what was your actual impression of going to a house show uh i mean it was it was cool seeing the fights like i uh it i would have enjoyed it a little more maybe if we'd been sitting a lot closer just because i did expect it to be kind of a bigger spectacle and to feel i don't know just more a part of it and even though our seats weren't far away it just I don't know. I felt really disconnected just because it was so in the first disengaging. Section. Like there, yeah. was, there was nothing about it that I felt really drew my attention in. Like, have you ever been to like a local indie show or anything? No, to see? I haven't. See, that would make you appreciate this. Like yeah. the stuff that I took part in. That to me is like there's a ring. There's kind of a half curtain. Yeah, <laughs> where the I, guys come out from. And, and I've and I've heard that. I guess I guess that you know, like after I should say after we went to that show, I've heard that they are they, like road shows like that typically aren't. Like I was amazed expected. that there was actually a screen with entrance videos. Yeah, you said that. Like um, it's hilarious. In two thousand one, with um, some BPs people, I drove to Winnipeg for a show, and it was like. Brock Lesnar was there, but it was before they introduced him on TV. They were still kind of putting him through the the training, right? Yeah. And so he came out and they had him like working with some no-name guy or whatever. But like back then, it's like you would hear the music and the guys would come walking out through like the player's entrance and just walk to the ring or whatever. At least with this, there was like the music, the lights were down. They had like the cool ring lighting. They had their videos or whatever or the background music yeah. or whatever. Like there's no pyro, but I didn't know if you know like... They don't have Pyro on Monday Night Raw anymore. Like, Pyro's been removed. Really? Completely. I'm not sure why. I've never really looked into it. Like... Can't be a money thing, right? Like... I don't know. I don't know if someone got scared and had a heart attack or, like, money... It can't be money. Like It can't be money. He's starting the fucking XFL again. Like, he's clearly got money. (laughs) To burn. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's going to be another one season and done thing. But, yeah, like, I sat down and watched, like, all seven hours of WrestleMania on Sunday just to kind of catch up because I don't watch it as often. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, like, a bunch of stuff started going off and the commentator's like, and Pyro is back. And I'm like, what? (laughs) Pyro went somewhere? (laughs) Yeah, like, I remember a few years ago, like, when Undertaker was still active, he walked over top of a thing he shouldn't have and they set it off and it, like, melted his coat and gave him burnt. Like, he had second-degree burns on his arm. Yeah. And he just kind of, like, took the smoking coat off Still went and wrestled, went to the back, and I guess he went to Vince McMahon. He's like, if that pyro guy is still employed here tomorrow, I'm going to kill him. Yeah, what a badass. <laughs> it's on you. Yeah, well, he's, but he's old school, right? Yeah, like, yeah. He still showed up this year, but he had like, he came out, killed John Cena in two minutes, and went and got his paycheck. Oh, right? it was that quick? Oh, it was. Mm. I liked how they teased it because every week on Monday, John Cena would come out and be like, I want to fight The Undertaker. There'd be no answer. And he kept doing this, doing this. And so when WrestleMania started, he's sitting in the front row. He's like, I have no match. I'll just buy a ticket. And then finally, like, 
they did a little thing and Undertaker showed up. But yeah, like he got nailed by the pyro and yeah, like it melted his coat to him and he just like peeled it off, wrestled his match. That's wild. And then just went, but he's old school, tough as nails. Yeah. Yeah. 53 now, isn't he? He's got to be more than that. I'm pretty sure it said 53 in the one article on the score that I read, which which actually surprised me. I would have figured older than that too, because he's been around since I was 89 was his debut. Five. Yeah. Survivor Series? I won't even look. Because it's probably the second or third, if not the first Survivor Series. Because, yeah, the Million Dollar Man had this, like, mystery guy, and it was The Undertaker. Yeah, yeah. He was... But he's, like... I remember him fighting Papa Shango. Yeah. Sadly, (laughs) Papa Shango's in the Hall of Fame. What? As the Godfather. It's the same guy. Oh, oh, right, right. Like, that pimp type guy, right? So there is a pimp in the WWE Hall of Fame, so take that Val Venus will probably be next why did they ever get rid of his Papa Shango shtick like um it didn't go over well he had a feud with Ultimate Warrior that completely flopped right where he would do that. curses on him yep. and that flopped and then um they took him away for a while and then he came back in the it's sad that I know all this he came back <laughs> in the million dollar family and he was in these red tights and he had like a flat top like the guy from uh Kid and Play and he was called Kama the Ultimate Fighting Machine I remember, yeah. And he had had a feud with The Undertaker where he, like, melted the urn and turned it into, like, this thug chain that he would wear. (laughs) And, um, but then, like, within a year or two, they created the Nation of Domination with Farouk and D'Lo Brown and The Rock. And um, they rolled him into that. I don't know where, but then the Attitude Era, and then you got, like, The Godfather and Val Venus and all these, like, ultra raunchy characters. Yeah, over the top. (laughs) Like... I have the American version of the network, so I can click and pick what I want, like Netflix. Yeah. And they have a series where it's like, they consider the Attitude Era starting the Monday after the Bret Hart screw job. Really? Yeah. Like that next Monday is the Attitude Era. Because, hmm. so it's funny. So I turned on the first Raw right after, and it's like the debut of Mark Henry, the introduction of like the New Age Outlaws, DX is a thing, and I'm like, holy crap, that's forever ago. It's yeah. 20 years. Yeah, that's that's crazy, and I, I still remember some of that stuff so vividly too. Like, and I don't think they'll ever come to that height again. I, to me, they'll never hit like even before that, like before the Rock and Stone Cold. Like I loved like Shawn Michaels and Diesel and Razor Ramon. Like Razor's my favorite wrestler ever. Yeah, he's Hall of Fame. He. Was a mess though. Oh yeah, his personal life was a gun. <laughs> it devastated me when him and Diesel both went to WCW and did the NWA thing. NWO was cool, but I just I hated WCW. Yeah, like, growing up, like if, on Saturday mornings, I'd watch WWF, but or what? I think it was Saturday mornings. It was WWF Superstars. It. Yeah, yeah. It was I, every Saturday. Yeah, yeah. I remember watching that all the time. But then anytime I'd see WCW on, I'd no. See, and I was the same way. But I with being in Melville. Look, cable package we'd get the superstars and then we'd get calgary stampede back to back in the Mm -hmm. afternoons and that's what i'd watch so i didn't know any other product Mm -hmm. so yeah like when it would come on there'd be like dusty Rhodes, rick flair the road warriors and i'd be like "Eh, what is this crap and i would turn it off because i wanted the guys that i knew right but i don't know if it now in retrospect everyone says that wcw was like the wrestling company and vince was the sports entertainment company oh, definitely but... wcw had like some of the best technical wrestlers back then like benoit and jericho both started there didn't they and lex luger like oh eddie guerrero yeah. made his name there Rey mysterio yep. sting 
Mm-hmm. He, I guess he wasn't big on the technical stuff. No. I can remember, but he was still badass. <laughs> I just watched the documentary on him, and I forgot that he started his career with Ultimate Warrior as a tag team. Really? Yeah. That I didn't know. Yeah, and they... In WWF? No, in like... W, some amateur or something. In tech, like WCCW and some other things. And then, yeah, like he split off and went to the territory that like Kerry Von Erich and his family owned. Yeah. And um, became like the Dingo Warrior or some weird <laughs> name. But he always had like the paint, the armbands, the charisma, right? Like yeah. it's, it's, yeah. It was pretty good. <laughs> and then, yeah, like he... And they were popular as a tag team because they were these big jacked up dudes, yeah, right? Yeah. But he wanted to go off on his own. But then Sting ended up, I think, being more successful in the long run. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, Ultimate Warrior's career went totally tits up because he was batshit crazy. Right? Like, <laughs> Sting stuck with it for quite a while. Although even he disappeared for a while. Like after, he didn't go make the transition right over to WWE when they bought out wcw did he like no vader came over and a bunch of guys vader was there in the 90s but like when vince bought them and brought people over i remember sting saying this like they did this segment where booker t walked in the rock looked at him and goes who the hell are you (laughs) and sting said he didn't want to be insulted that way because they pretty much like brought in all the wcw talent but made them either losers or treated them like no names and sting was like i deserve better than this he was in tna that whole time Hmm. So, yeah, I've heard TNA is pretty good. I never watched it that much, but uh, it's there. Yeah. It's I don't know. It just there isn't a good com- competitor for him. Like I think TNA does their shows on Twitch now mm-hmm. to save money. Hmm. Yeah, Twitch is its own. It's its own network. I know, but like, it's so funny because now there's like it used to just be video games, right? But now I think it's TNA. It's them or Lucha Underground, one of the wrestling companies broadcast through that because then they don't need to buy production equipment right like and whoever wants to tune in on the internet can just watch them yeah but now they do this what's called irl and you sit and like there's people who will like there's D groups that will just put a camera up in the corner and you watch them play D. it's yeah well, i've seen that people post like hero clicks videos on their lots like really see yeah. i don't go yeah that's weird i don't go looking for that anymore i've seen like well i guess the only time i've actually watched anyone it was when it was like the world championship or when when lucas went down to atlanta for the tournament I did he go to, see i wasn't talking to him when he went to Atlanta. yeah so. after he went because he's won the rock now three years in a row and but he's one of those guys that like he gets it like he does they like the second year that he won rock here that was when or maybe it was the first year one of the years anyway he did go to atlanta because he qualified for like the championship and i think he made he made it through the swiss rounds into the like final 32 or something wow but then lost to some guy that just stalled on him or something oh and this was a the tournament that ended up being won by like a seven-year-old or eight-year-old kid he was who's just like the future of clicks apparently like he's got pogs in his name now oh god <laughs> but that was the thing like our because hero clicks has been around since what 2002 they just had the 15th anniversary set this past year yeah so 2002 and like that's i was on board pretty quick with it like before cards or anything right yeah and um, Lucas was like, does his brother Matt come around at all? 
Uh, he'll come the odd time, but he lives out in Regina Beach. So, oh, does he? Because yeah, yeah. Matt would come around because Matt was like the older teenager and he'd bring his little brother Lucas, but it was the little brother who was trashing people. Yeah. And it's always been that way. And I've only met one other guy that was even on that level. Um, his name was Colin Dearborn and um, Jared ran him out of the game. Not Just surprising. Like Colin would start winning with the strategy and then Jared would ban it. Well, to me, like, I don't know. It, I mix up my strategies. I find I don't stick with a consistent thing. And I try as often as possible not to build around, like, the new hype power piece that everyone's into. Whereas I find, and that's why I've stopped going to events, is that is what happens. And then you do see the same strategies over and over. Like, I didn't go to Rock this year because I knew the exact builds that I was going to end up having to play against. I was like, I have no interest in playing these games. Like, they're not going to be fun at all. I'm not going to go sit and waste eight hours of my day with people that I'm not, like, friends with, right? Like, Talk again? Good? Yeah, we're good to go. I don't know what happened there. Your mic dropped out. I get to practice my editing. Um, yeah, like there was easily, and there was the other guy with the goatee. He would always just bring like the most insane tweaked stuff. And it was, but there was, yeah, there was Ken, Rob, Callan, and it was just absolutely zero. Like I would look forward to playing Phil. Well, yeah. And God, I hated playing him. But like, yeah, it just became, and it was such a good group. Like when Comic Readers was on Hamilton before they ripped it down for Hill Tower Three, yeah. we had an amazing core of guys like Ryan Kirk. Did, I don't even know if yeah. he goes out anymore, but like we had a really good. Yeah, he group. plays magic. Yeah, oh, yeah. I think I'm the one that sucked him back into that, yeah. and then I quit. <laughs> but yeah, like we had a great core of, and it was only like six to eight guys would come out every week. But like no one was an asshole. No one played like the internet power pieces and it was a fun gaming environment. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like that completely fell off the table somewhere. Yeah. It's, it's not, I mean, now they hold events so often due to like the, the updated prize structure that WizKids has. Like the OP they, kits yeah, did they have OP, change things. Well, they have OP kits every month now with three figures. So they have events like every weekend. And so you'll have events where only four people, will show up and everyone's getting a prize so in a lot of those like it's not super competitive i can bring fun teams and win but stuff like the rock like i i actually i can't yeah the second year they hosted it here i ended up finishing second i lost to lucas in the final but the team that he built was a carbon copy of a team that was posted in the realms uh-huh, that I, I found out about after the fact. Like I didn't, I didn't see it until after the fact. It was a variation of a team I was playing with like a Quinjet resource and stuff. But I'm, I, my team was thematic and like all Avengers, like he, he threw theme out the window and just paired it with like the most broken ID cards and figures he could see, and like to me and Max. That's and, another thing they lost me on. It's like, the first um the gauntlet one like that was neat or whatever but then it just spun out of control and then you had like the bat costume or the bat the utility utility belt belt, and then vehicles i found was a disconnect for me as well and then when the id cards came in i was on my way already out the door like it just became like you wanted one or two power pieces and you just slapped a whole bunch of things on top of them and like i don't know that just wasn't fun well and they've started to get away from that they still have the id cards which I like in principle, like, 
I like the idea of just being able to call in a figure for one turn or whatever. It's the fact that they make ID cards and then they'll have a figure that you can play with that ID card that is broken or you can call, like, there was the one Nick Fury that you could call in with the shield ID card and he boosted attack and damage by plus one if he attacked the highest point opposing character and dealt penetrating damage to them. Ignores oh. hindering elevated and characters for line of fire so he could be called in on top of a mountain and shoot someone four levels yeah. down that you no retaliation so like when he started getting abused like that it wasn't as fun but i like that like i liked it as like you know like a spidey team up kind of thing like I, that's how i could play spider-man on an x-men team and not yeah. break theme right like they could call in spidey for a turn or something but now I remember the downfall for me was the Professor X that could shoot through other people. That's when you first got me into the game was in yeah. when he was out. And now, yeah, that's like, well, actually, a mechanic like that is still pretty broken. There's definitely not not a similar mechanic on any modern age figure that I can think of now. But, uh, yeah, it's the game's totally changed now. Like, they, when we played, you'd get, you'd routinely get super rare figures that were like two to three hundred points like yeah massive that's... powerhouses and now they've gone to a more like a way more efficient dial so you'll get for example there's 40 and 50 point characters now that they might only have four or five clicks but those clicks are like good fucking potent like 10 attack the whole way through and like three then two damage and like power like lots of sp and, and that's stuff. better right like um did you ever see like the original set infinity challenge what the dials were like like I've they were like since, yeah. like wicked long but you would start with a 12 attack and then it would go 11 10 9 8 and it, you yeah. would get to a point where you'd have like six attack 10 defense and be useless but you still yeah. have this guy on the board and yeah. i feel like they've shortened the dials they have they've totally gotten rid of that like because even when i started playing originally with you you would see that towards the end of dials where guys would just get so weak as to basically be useless and now it's rare that you see uh, except for like certain support characters that aren't meant to be attackers or something in the first place it's rare that you'll see someone hit end dial and not have some use still like either as an attacker or you know with an wit or perplex or something yeah they also so. lost me when they made what was it a 200 point batman yeah they've, <laughs> they've done that now with all like i think i would say all kind of what we want to call the flagship characters i guess like you know the trinity and marvel's yeah. had it since had like there was a 300 point iron man yeah. a 200 point captain america um like 150 points scarlet witch like i, I remember the avengers versus x-men set that was, i think that was the last time series you ran yeah because it Phoenix. just those pieces were pretty like amped up versions of the key characters yeah and i just i didn't like that forced sealed format because like if you pulled the super rare that was going to crush it's like yeah skill just went out the window and whoever pulled that would win right like see and we do so many that's part of why i've gone away from playing too is there's way more sealed events now for some of the big prize stuff and especially like when a new set comes out and they'll do like for the one le fig that'll come with a set now 
they'll do like a two booster sealed and boosters are sixteen ninety nine plus tax now so it's not like when i first started playing and you got me into it when a booster was like 10.99 or 11.99 they were 6.99 when i started yeah way, way back then. but they've added a character like they were 6.99 four guys figures, yeah and no cards or anything like yeah. it was just four dudes but for six or seven bucks like that wasn't why. bad it was an impulse purchase right yeah and even when i started playing like 10.99 plus tax i didn't feel too bad about now so what's a brick run of 10 is it 10 or 12? I I haven't bought... Oh, no, that's not true. The Thor set, I had a, I had won a bunch of money, so I did end up going and buying a couple bricks. I think a brick is one... I want to say 169 or 159.99, I think, is what they charge. And if you buy a case, then it's cheaper. And that's two bricks still? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's. But I, I haven't, I haven't like I used to end up getting a case for every new set, but I've stopped doing that. Like I have so many versions of the characters that I care about now, yeah. like, and there's so few characters that I care about that haven't been clicks. That when new sets come out, like unless it's a theme I love, uh, like say the Nick Fury set that they did a, few, a couple of years ago, that I bought a ton of, but. Now I'll just buy singles or I'll go buy a few boosters on release just to see if I luck into a chase or something. What's their standard rotation for like what's legal for tournament play? Two uh, years? Well, yeah, but the timing's always off because now they come out with so many sets during the year that like the Nick Fury set came out. It'll have been out almost three years, I think, by the time it rotates. It rotates. Wow. Because it rotates now this summer, and there's a couple other sets rotating with it, but they've been out. It, like it had come out, I think, in September of fifteen. Yeah. Another thing. Like that. Yeah. Another thing I took issue with right before I left was there was the main set, so you'd buy a brick. There was a gravity feed, and then the there fast was a fast forces. forces, and then there was. I swear there was something else. No, that would have been. That's is that the big? But they would make sure like the good Captain America was in the Fast Forces. They would make sure the good Iron Man was in the Gravity Feed. Yeah. Then the good Hulk would be in the Corset. Yeah. And like, I just found it like ultra annoying because especially with the Gravity Feeds, there's twelve guys. One out of the twelve is worth buying. Yeah, the rest are awful. And, and they were the same sculpts. They don't, and they don't do that anymore. They've they've totally stopped Gravity Feeds except for when they do like special one-off sets. Like I think all of the Ninja Turtle sets have been gravity feed okay um but even then you're, it's not like a 10 figure gravity feed it's like a 40 figure set you're just buying them in single figure boosters huh. um and i think some of the star trek ones and a few like those themes do they that, still do that uh like the spaceship version that um, kids had no actually now i know they just came out with like a star trek away team based on the original series set oh. and i'm pretty sure that one was five figure boosters hmm. but I, like i don't buy any of the non-marvel sets anymore it's enough for me to keep up with those and it's so expensive now like and pieces like man there's there's a lockjaw convention piece actually they just had a tournament for it in town like a month ago and i didn't go because i didn't want to go waste eight hours of my day not end up winning it but this piece sells for like $300 Canadian now it's just oh, bananas and like that that's that's if any, of if anything that's what's gotten me disinterested in clicks over the last like year or so is just how expensive it got like i mean and the hyper like 
competitiveness of events which i like competing and playing but when you're playing the same strategies over and over yeah and like, i remember when i converted over to magic i'd run into you you'd be there for clicks i'd show for magic and i found that magic was great for me at that time to kind of still come out and play games but like there's no I do, i'm not invested in any of their characters mm-hmm. and so like it was fun it was still a strategy game i could come out hang out play or whatever but it's like i wasn't yeah i just i didn't need to like maximize the best thing out there yeah because like magic has its three to five hundred dollar decks for their current standard rotation right yeah and you can get into the same thing but in the end it's still four bucks a pack like it's not yeah it's, 15 yeah or whatever. it's not a huge gouge like to get five figures you may not even want yeah, right like i i this they just came out with an x-men set recently that i wasn't planning to buy a bunch of because it was like uh like Xavier School of Students so it was based a lot on kind of the newer X-Men comics I guess with like that are based on newer students like I don't write haven't read X-Men comics in years so I know like when Wolverine was a headmaster recently like it's and a lot Kitty of the, Pride yeah they yeah. had the school yeah yeah and it's a lot of the kids that were under them so and then like and then of course you've got a bunch of your original characters too but a lot of the characters were ones i didn't recognize so i didn't care about but i actually ended up buying a couple and like the wolverine super rare in the set is without question the best wolverine the most definitive wolverine they've ever made and the sculpt is just phenomenal they use like it's um uh, marvel versus capcom wolverine does his like berserker rage move in it or whatever where he's jumping up is and, he like, in the, the brown symbols no it's the blue okay but just the pose and like the wash they give him on his paint job like he's just perfect and i ended up pulling him in my first booster that i bought <laughs> so then i was like well i gotta buy <laughs> a few more and uh i actually i ended up pulling a couple chases and was able to make some trades and stuff so i did that set i actually did end up getting more than i thought but and now like there's they're totally changing things up. There's an Avengers Infinity set coming out. For I, the movie? or No, it's based on the comic series. They're not doing a movie tie-in right now, which pisses me off because the movie sets are my favorite ones, usually. like th- Those are the ones I make sure I have all, all of those characters. But this one, it's now... It's still a five-figure booster, but you'll get four regular figures and a two-by-two two base figure. So basically... Like a, a large. Basically huh. a colossal in every booster. Um, and there's supposed to be... I want to say 25 different hmm. colossal dials in the set. Um, but what I've seen of them so far are not... So they're in the packs, not like how like Apocalypse. Who no, was it? Those there ones, was Apocalypse onslaught. And yeah, they had that and little, those ones were a standalone yeah. booster with just them. No, these ones are in the packs with four regular size figs. Hmm. So the, I can't imagine how big a case is going to look now. The boosters themselves, like just from the pictures, look totally. Well, the booster different. will probably be the same size as those. Yeah, well, old it looks ones. a little shorter, if anything, but fatter. Like I, yeah. So I don't know, like. They vary because I know they they're doing some vehicles for them like the spider buggy is finally getting made and uh, like a shield flying car and there's some other crap but like as far as the characters that are being made they're not ones I care about at all and the chases I don't care about like I never read that story much yeah so yeah the new X Men series it was all right like 
but the Brotherhood was like Cyclops, Emma Frost, Magneto were like the bad guys now, right? Like they were the Brotherhood of Evil. They had the cuckoos with them mm. and magic. And then Wolverine and Kitty Pride went off and reopened the school. And it's like you said, they have like a roster of all new kids, this yeah. new generation of them. And I was just, it's good storytelling, right? Yeah. Um, I wonder if, because I remember one story was um, Beast's, like his mutation keeps going and going and keeps making him more animal-like mm-hmm. and he's getting dumber and losing control of himself which was a good story so he i don't know how they did it. he time traveled <laughs> and went back to find himself as a kid to whose brain still was on genius level right because he was degrading yeah. and it was awesome because he went and found genius him to help him find a cure or at least to like cut off his mutation so he could st- keep his human brain and the story was super cool because they fucked it up and it brought the first class versions back to the present oh and is that how that's all happened now yeah they're all there yeah and it's amazing because like angel looks around and then he sees himself as a grown-up with these steel wings and he's like what's going on here yeah and cyclops is like where am i and it's like yeah you're the bad guy now yeah right right. (laughs) and like it was really well done because then beast had himself Iceman kind of got to see how he had changed and hang out with himself and then it was awesome because the second they got there Jean gray is looking around for herself and she starts reading the minds of the older people yeah. and seeing what she did. And then she's like, oh, fuck, I was... Fe-. Like, and then she learned the whole Phoenix thing. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And it was super well done. Like, It was a cool concept because they just brought them as kids and plopped them in. And then all of a sudden, like, Cyclops and Emma and them are like, oh, the, we're here in kid form, right? And so like, there was this big fight over the young versions of themselves. And then like, you don't want them knowing too much, but then Jean was able to read and it was a really well done story, Hmm. but it was Bendis, the guy who pretty much did everything good for Marvel over the last 15 years. Right? Isn't he gone now? He's writing Superman. Right. That's what I thought, but he's done it all. Like, and like when you look at all of Mar and it's especially for the TV stuff for Netflix, when you look at all the Netflix series, he's probably responsible for those people being relevant again. Yeah, Jessica like, Jones. Right. Like well, he, he created Jessica Jones. Right. Yeah. I guess he wrote some really good, like, um, it's even a TV show now, Powers. Uh, yeah, I've seen, I've heard of it. I haven't watched it. And that it was all. his independent comic. And he did some other stuff too, right? And so he got popular off that. Marvel hired him and they're like, hey, welcome. What do you want to do? And he's like, I really want to do a cool story with um, Spider-Woman, Jessica Drew. And they're like, mm, you can't have her. So then he created Jessica Jones was yeah. the story. And yeah, like I love her as a character. The comics are amazing. She's great. Um, the show is fantastic. Season one of the show told that Purple Man story even better because yeah. they didn't make him visibly different. Yeah. Because in the comics, you can see him coming, right? right. And they made, and the Doctor Who guy. David Tennant. Yeah, yeah. like He's he was so good amazing. in that Amazing. Like that's still my favorite Marvel Villain. Netflix series. Oh, yeah, well, I it, <sighs> That in season 1 of Daredevil. See, and I like season 2 of Daredevil a lot cuz I like the whole hand thing. And I liked yeah. Defenders a lot. Um, but Jessica Jones season 1 was amazing for sure. I just liked it cuz yeah, like I got on cuz my friends who run the readers, they they recommended Bendis and it was right when his Daredevil run was going. Mm-hmm. And so I caught on to it right away. You, got, just, me, you got me reading that Bendis Daredevil right. run too. And it was it's, excellent. When people to this day ask about comics, I refer them to Brian Michael Bendis. Whether it's Alias, the Jessica Jones series, or his run. Like my friend Olu, who came over and watched WrestleMania with me. Um, I gave him the giant stack of Daredevil comics. Mm. And I'm like, start here, read it through. It'll be the best thing you ever read. Yeah. The art matches up perfectly with it. Yeah. And he told an amazing story. And they were like, okay, you've proven yourself. And then he was behind 
Avengers Disassemble, Secret Invasion, um, House of M, World War Hulk. Like, that was all him. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess he was, when you look back now, he was planting scrolls in the background of comic book panels years before. Yeah. Building up to this whole story. Yeah. And, like, I think the art of storytelling is kind of dead. Like, they want, what's this big summer event? What's this big summer event? Not and the ben, slow play. Right. And Bendis and Civil War. All yeah. that was Brian Michael Bendis, mm-hmm. as far as I know. At least he was part of it, right? Mm-hmm. And he had this giant overarching, like, six or seven year plan. We're going to go from this story into this story. And we're going to tell this. And then Cap's going to be dead. And we're going to do this. And just him and... Um, Miller and one other guy, like all oh, the Cap died story was uh, amazing. Brubaker, he was the one who made Captain America yeah. comics good yeah. again. But those and Brubaker took over Daredevil after Bendis, right? Those core Marvel guys made an amazing universe that I started buying so many titles because the writing was good mm-hmm. and the overarching events were really good that you didn't feel obligated, but they were good. Yeah, like Secret Invasion is still one of my favorite things, I and it was Invasion. one of my favorite hero click sets also. Yeah. yeah. Because when you got the guy, you didn't know which version it was, yeah, right? I love those scrolls. And yeah, like... I haven't done them in years in clicks. But yeah, like, it was awesome. And like, he also, with the Jessica Jones series, he brought in Luke Cage, who wasn't relevant since probably the yellow shirt tiara days. Mm-hmm. And he made Iron Fist relevant again. Those are all the TV shows now. And I think that's a total fallout from that guy. And so, like, I... I keep trying to read comics. Like, I have stacks upstairs since, like, DC's rebooted three times in ten years. Yeah. And it just aggravates me. Like, but Marvel's just as bad now. Well, yeah, because they just did that Secret Wars thing, right? And It doesn't uh, interest me. Yeah, I, like, I, the last, the last title I picked up and read was when Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., like, the TV show, that team got a comic. Oh, okay. And I picked that up for, like, maybe the first five issues and then just stopped. And now, like, I'll pick up trades of like older stories that i like but i don't keep up on the super new stuff if you read i have all the bendis x-men stuff upstairs oh I, yeah uh, i mean I, and I that do. would be where i got off i uh, like that was the end of my marvel run it was I'm, like i'm trying to think of the most recent stuff that i picked up it hasn't been it's been a while since I actually bought any comics. Well, no, because we've got... I, I got Helia library cards. Sorry, I keep leaning back from the <laughs> microphone. I got Helia library cards, so we were going and getting a lot of trades there. So I've And read... I love that it's readers that donates trades to oh, really? the library. Yeah. Um, well, it's a tax write-off for them, but like, yeah. as far as I know. But yeah, like they were the ones that started feeding trade paperbacks Man, to and the public got, library. Like, if you, between branches, like they've got a really good selection. So yeah. I read... like. I guess the most recent stuff I've read would have been um, the Superior Spider-Man run when Doc Ock took over. I read Spider-Man's four or body. five of that and then got off. It just didn't. Having Peter is like yeah, it was it was a bit jarring and like it was. I mean, such a, it went on for quite a while. Like it was over a year that Peter Parker was trapped in his mind. Yeah. Um, like in real time, I think so. That is probably the most recent. Now, I think there was some Thor stuff too that I read, like with Gore the God Butcher. Yeah, see, I he was a great villain, um, killing all the gods in the universe. Hmm. See, I found nothing was like engaging to me. It was weird. Like Marvel was so amazing for so long, and then all of a sudden it just felt like it dropped off a cliff. I can't remember if it was after Civil War, one of the big events, and then it just kind of. <laughs> whatever yeah. the Bendis run on X-Men's amazing 
but that was it like Invincible Iron Man kind of got meh and then all of a sudden the big name writers all kind of went off on different projects and um, DC though was a bigger mess like I haven't enjoyed a DC comic in 10 years like when they because they rebooted then they re-rebooted because they um, did New 52 right right, which is my least favorite version of that entire universe Um, and then now they did the DC Universe reboot it's all sitting upstairs I've maybe read the first one or two of every issue and I have two years worth of most of the major titles sitting there in single issue and (laughs) it kills me because I might pick up one and read it like Nightwing like on the kitchen wall up there it's an original page of artwork from a Nightwing comic like I was yeah like yeah, all this shit like, fan, yeah. like and just Batman in general and I could <laughs> not get invested and now when I look and I just told them cancel my file until I start reading again and like right now they're doing like Catwoman marries Batman and it's like you're not how hurting for ideas can they be well, like I don't know and in my mind I'm like something terrible is going to happen on the wedding day to like <clears throat> create a big event and I'm like I'm tired of that shit like it's just and like has has DC progressed in the way that Marvel has like we've started we've seen growth in characters like now you see Wolverine like Wolverine for example is way older now right and is healing less yeah, yeah you like not heal well I think he's outright dead in the comics now isn't mm, he did they I bought issue one of the death of Wolverine and I didn't know if what they followed through on with I, it I'm not I, I'm pretty sure he ended up dying because yeah his healing factor just isn't what it was i could totally be off base yeah but um but no they've shown the characters have started to show like actual signs of aging right it doesn't it's not like the simpsons where 25 years have gone by and they're all the same age like 10 minutes it, later yeah. it actually you can actually see the growth like even i remember like reading when i back when i was a kid reading x-men comics a ton in the 90s you other than the fact that you knew there was a shit ton of comics that came in between that time and like when they were first created in the 60s there was no like noticeable indication that they had really gotten older yeah. or anything now and now you're seeing like like you said beast his powers are evolving Iceman's powers have evolved he's more so jagged looking yeah well yeah, yeah he's like a class five mutant or the whatever the highest yeah um I don't know what the distinct how they distinguish that. Is it class five? That was the, the term classes, back I when I yeah, yeah. and even in the movies I think they called them class fives. Yeah. And that was Xavier and Magneto were the only two on the planet mm-hmm. at one point. Yeah, until Jean Grey came and then Yeah. I don't know. They've all rebooted so much and then like don't even get me started on like Marvel's diversity movement where it was like Iron Man became this young girl. Yeah. Miles um, Morales. Thor Spider-Man. was this I don't know, I think Valkyrie became Thor. Jane Foster. Was it Jane Foster? I thought it was... And she might still be Thor. And then Falcon became Cap. Yeah. And it's just like... Yeah. Like, I get it. You removed all the white males from the equation. (laughs) And Falcon could... Well, I guess... Again, I haven't read any new stuff, so I don't know. Falcon might still be Cap, though. I don't know. It just felt like a really forced diversity thing to me. You can prove me wrong if I... No, no. But that's the way I saw it. I agree 100%. Like, but I mean it's reflective of society right? right like it's unacceptable for marvel to continue making comics that don't have diverse characters yeah. like if like it, when the ultimates happened i had zero problem with the change to nick fury it was see, a, and that to me is one of the worst changes like i'm yeah for that for, just for them to have 
him play the same role but just be a black guy and like only because they wanted Samuel L. Jackson to play that part like that and it was based off of a line from the comic book because I remember in Ultimates 1 Nick Fury's doing something he go and he makes a crack he's like if if anyone ever plays me in a movie it better be Samuel L. Jackson and I swear that's why they ended up doing it in the movies like for me that one burns because Nick Fury is probably one of my three favorite Marvel characters probably because of Secret Warriors right because that was a great series Uh, where he had those kids yeah actually it was 100% like that reinforced it I liked him a lot before and growing up just because like S.H.I.E.L.D. and like the whole the espionage thing is super cool is like always super interesting to me in any medium so I always liked him but yeah when you got me into that Secret Warriors run ugh yeah, I still read. Go back and re- reread those. Like I bought them all in hardcover trades. Oh, you got the. I have the soft somewhere too. I think I the first two. I think I actually have soft, and then the last four are the hardcover. But that's another case of really well done writing, and they had a plan for a length of a series to tell a story. Yeah, and I don't feel and like they're laying out these really cool stories anymore. No, like even well, I saw even Secret War. Um, or Secret Wars, like the new one that they've done where it fucks up the whole universe. I think the core story was only nine issues. And then you had all, like, the spin-offs, the individual characters, their titles. But why does a major event have to be nine months now? Like, it's ridiculous. Oh, yeah, because an issue only comes out every nine months. I know. Or every month, right? Because wasn't AVX nine months? AVX was... I swear it was like a nine-month event. I want to say it was 12 was it a year see and that just and I'm that's around the time sure i burned out on it like you know no maybe there were only i thought it was seven or nine no because but... you know i just recently i had all that whole series in single issues and i just recently sold it on virage sale for like 35 bucks like the whole bundle oh jeez. <laughs> but i'm pretty sure it was like i'm pretty sure it was 12 hmm I think I had 12 and then the prequel. I wonder if it was bi-monthly though. I can't remember. And that's the problem. Like DC made some of its popular, like Batman twice a month now. And it's just like, fuck off. Like when I was a kid, once a month I would wander off to like the small town grocery store and find the Batman on their rack or whatever. And I'd read it and that was a good pace for me. Right. And it's just, yeah. Like it, I have so many unread comics upstairs and I'm like, the entire green the, the reboot green arrow haven't touched it the reboot wonder woman haven't touched it yeah. um the reboot teen titans haven't touched it i've read nightwing robin and a little bit of detective yeah. but detective barely has batman in it it's batwoman now and they killed off the one of my favorite robins tim drake so i'm like i don't know is joker going. still around like that's yeah, what i was he... getting at like have those characters aged in dc like joker I haven't come across him since this new reboot, but then I think it was in the new 52, someone stole his face. And so then he like rehung it on there and it was like, do you remember at the cinemas they used to have this, the creepy happy face and the creepy sad face masks? Yeah. He now looks like that sinking creepy uh. sad face thing, right? But then that was before Harley Quinn took off as this major character because I think now, I think they've cleaned him up and now she's like an anti-hero it's like well she's like wildly popular right like and that bugs me because like well, she's what's part the of term a... for when a captive uh, stockholm syndrome where you yeah is that yeah, where you fall in love with your captor well you start accept becoming accepting of your situation right then. like that's her like yeah. he's abusive to her 
and like she's not like maybe she had a crush on him but like she's not there by her own will no. she's not a hero by any means no and I guarantee last Halloween when or was it last Halloween or the one before she was probably the number one female costume oh yeah definitely when that when Suicide Squad came yeah. out yeah and like no she's well even now they have um shit what is it like it's like a a show for girls or maybe it's just a line of toys but it's like DC superheroes that are like like the, the Barbies fem- right the female ones but yeah they're like teenagers or in high school but it's her shit. and Poison Ivy who's a murderer yeah 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 exactly <laughs> like it, it's like all these criminals like Catwoman I know is one and I was like what the hell is this they've like, spent yeah. they've spent 20 to 30 years like Catwoman was already like a hero character in the 90s when I was reading hardcore but I wouldn't say she was ever she was like a cat she's an anti-hero I yeah. would say like Black Cat Yes. in Marvel like she's not evil but she wasn't good but Harley Quinn has flat thief. out killed people Poison Ivy yeah. has flat out killed and she's like a huge man hater like she's out to kill men yeah. and like that's her mission right and it's like now they're all like Barbie dolls of these characters and I'm like I don't like I get that they look cool and it's like hey she controls trees that's awesome like um, the Runaways I think added a girl that had like the ability to control plants for a while there. Yeah, another a plast. Another, yeah, another amazing run that I think they killed most of them off, didn't they? And it's a TV show now, right? No, well, it is a TV show now, but now they've been brought back. I think they played a big part in that Secret War, like the latest Secret Wars thing. Because hmm. um, actually, they I just saw an announcement today that for, like I was mentioning that Avengers Infinity Click set coming yeah. out, they announced there's a Secret Wars set coming out in September, and the Fast Forces for that are going to be the Runaways, and it's going to include that Clara Plast, the plant girl, and hmm. Alex Wilder, because they've never clicked either of them. Alex? So, oh, I guess he... Did, well, because he, he got killed, right? Yeah. And, yeah, he's never been clicked, so... Really? Because, yeah, they did Molly, Arsenic, uh, which one? Victor Mancha was Ultron's kid. Yeah. Who am I leaving out? The kid with the gauntlets. Uh, um, Chase Stein. Chase Stein, right. Um, Gert. Yeah, Gert. That was Arsenic and Old Lace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was... Um, so now they've... But they cur- they killed Gert off and the dinosaur ended up staying with Chase after a certain I, point. Yeah, I think so. But then I stopped reading. Like, it yeah. switched writers. Yeah, I haven't read, but I know that, like, they... As... I think that was Brian K. Vaughn, who was another one of those core Marvel yeah. writers at the time. The right? 15th anniversary set this past year, it was a what-if set. Um, so... They had the Runaways in that, and it was what if. What other team could you play them on? Not, not New Warriors. Young Avengers. You can play. The, they have the Young Avengers keyword. So the what if yeah. comic, they must have become Young Avengers. So now there's slightly different versions of like Molly. Niku is the Nico. one I forgot. Niko Monra. And she's Minora? like an Avenger now or something. I think she was the magician, right? Because there was one of yeah, each. Yeah, there was yeah. like there was one mutant, one yeah. magician, one yeah. robot. They and hit Molly, Molly, I think, was part of like Wolverine's school for a while. Wasn't she one of the ones that Nick Fury scooped up, or no? No, I thought she was for some reason. No, none. He had none of the Runaways. Yeah, Carolina Dean was the alien. Molly Hayes was the mutant. Nico was the magician. Chase had the tech stuff. Gert was empathy with animals, and Victor was Ultron's kid. He was the robot. Yeah, right. And yeah, it, Alex Wilder was nothing though, right? I think he was just a normal kid. Wasn't yeah, he? he was just a normal kid, and actually we were talking about that diversity thing have you watched the show at all i heard they changed some ethnicities molly hayes is molly hernandez now so yeah she's she's not as young as she would have been in the comics 
Yeah, because she was like 12 when they started the series. Maybe even younger than that. Like, she was so tiny, right? But that was part of the humor, was she was this, like, the naive yeah, kid of the group. One. Plus, she was like, what? rogue tough but the stupid thing now is like they still play her as the naive one even though she's in high school with the other kids like maybe a year or two younger they still play her as naive and she's also like physically bigger than most of the other characters no she was tiny that's well yeah that was part of the her appeal right she looked like a six-year-old girl smashing and that was cool across the room like this is what happens when you have executives in charge of yeah brian k vaughn yeah he was another one of those like key Marvel guys at that time that like because there was Vaughn Bendis Miller Brubaker and everything they touched seemed to turn into gold and so everything had to be red right like and they all took turns on different titles like there was I can't remember who took over Invincible Iron Man and it was amazing right like I, I haven't read an Iron Man title in a while I never cared very much as a character I guess the movies have made me care about him more yeah but that's a different like it was all cool in that, and then they gave Pepper a suit, and Pepper became like, was it armor? Rescue. Rescue. Think, yeah. Was it armor or rescue? I can't remember, but like, yeah, and it just. Yeah, it's too much. I don't know. What do you think of the movies? Like, have you kept up on the MCU? I have not watched Thor because it bothers me that it's turned into a buddy, good cop, bad cop thing with the Hulk. Yeah, and it, like I got so stoked when he showed up in that arena. They opened the gates, and it was like Planet Hulk, Hulk, with all the armor and yeah, stuff. Yeah. I was like, "Holy fuck!" But then all I've ever heard is like best comedy ever by Marvel, and I was like, yeah, "That should be Guardians." It thing. would it would throw you it, that might throw you off, but honestly, Thor is one of the best Marvel movies I think, and it's not like a good cop bad cop kind of thing. Like I know the previews or kind Buddy of, Cop or whatever. The, the previews yeah. kind of made it seem that way, but like. Yeah, it, not at all. I, I I thought it was excellent. Like, oh, I'm sure it is. It's just I'm not in the mood for it right now. Like, um, have you seen Black Panther? Uh no. No, oh, also excellent. And what's super hilarious is my friend at work that I watch wrestling with. He moved here from Nigeria last year. Yeah. He hates Black Panther. <laughs> and <What>? so, <laughs> and it's, I don't like that the movie got this huge bad rap. That it's like you have to like it or else you're not, like you're not officially or, or you're racist pretty much yeah. like you will enjoy this like and it just all that and it was so funny because he went to the movie came back and he's like that movie's garbage and i'm like what <laughs> and he's like and he rattled off he's like no one in africa dresses like that no there is no terrain and he rattled off a whole bunch of things that were offensive to him because it was his culture right yeah. and i was just like interesting to hear your point of view yeah. because it was made pretty much to give like african-americans like oh, this is super cool right and then the actual guy from West Africa is like, yeah, that's not right. Well, but I mean, that's, I don't know that that's the universal reaction. Cause I know I like, oh, I I'm know sure my just... buddy from Nigeria, like loved it. So yeah. Was... And like, I mean, I don't think that it's as good as the worldwide reaction would have you believe. And like it's box office sales. Yeah. Like it's totally getting to that height based on its cultural relevance. I yeah. Guess. But the movie itself, just as a story, is pretty, really good. Like, yeah. I, I liked it a lot. I've watched it a couple times. Yeah, and it's just, as a character, as I've read comic books, T'Challa himself is uninteresting to me. Yeah, I never cared about him at all either. They tried to make him relevant by marrying him to an X-Men, or at least that's the way I felt, yeah. is what they did when they stuck Storm in yeah. there. Like, hey, everyone likes, even though she was probably... And then they made him an Avenger. And Yeah, yeah. like, they've tried hard with him, and it's just... 
he's an Avenger that I can live or live without. Like yeah, it's, yeah, he doesn't. It's whatever. It's like how Pym is. Like, Pym's there. He's cool. He can grow. He can shrink. If he disappeared, I wouldn't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. He's not one of my Same with Falcon. Same with Black Panther. There's just... They're not core enough to me or yeah. they're not interesting enough to yeah. me. Don't get me wrong. Captain America was on that list for a long time until so they reinvented bland. him. Yeah. And even with the Bucky thing, like that entire Winter Soldier thing and them deciding to use that as the movie plot was amazing because oh, it was so good that's my that still like the winter soldier captain america is probably my favorite marvel movie at least of the standalone like single character type movies not yeah. like avengers ones but and it it does and it has like it's got some emotional thing because it's like he was brainwashed and it's like we were friends like it it's well written it was well thought out and like it's so funny because when they did the winter soldier story it was right after they brought back um, Jason Todd as the Red Hood in the DC universe. Mm-hmm. And those were polar opposites of how to really bring somebody back from the... Because comic books, is death is whatever. Yeah. But they brought somebody back in a relevant way that was well done, well told, and you liked it going forward. Where in the other way, Jason Todd was brought back from the dead because... Um, a version of Superman had a temper tantrum and banged against the walls of time and it vibrated yeah exactly it it vibrated what reality and he woke up in the grave and tunneled out and you can tell that they were like this was dumb because then when they made the movie that's on Netflix like under a red hood yeah. they completely changed it that he never was buried Ra's al Ghul grabbed him and threw him into a Lazarus pit which I can take that more because it's a resurrection pit it's been around forever in DC yeah, yeah. I can buy that like whoop yeah, it holds with their mythology, right? right? Because they're and Razel like they have a monologue, and he goes, "I knew you'd be so distraught that you would never look in the coffin again and look at him." So we stole him, mm-hmm. we threw him in a Lazarus pit. We've been rebuilding him and training him. That I bought, but in the comics, yeah, it was so bad, ridiculous. It's like, and it was Superboy Prime, the little the the younger version one that ended up in like the crazy armor or whatever. Yeah. It was him. He had like this hissy fit, and they had him like banging on like the walls between the different dimensions like, or whatever <laughs> like yeah because they have earth one earth two yeah, earth. Yeah, and he yeah. was in this hub in between all of them right and could see them all yeah. and he was like ah, and he like banged on the wall of this reality and that's what woke up jason todd and at the time i was like this is the dumbest thing yeah wow like because i'm old enough that i remember jason todd comics and yeah. it's like it was hilarious did you know that it was um it was a phone pull like at the like the joker beat the fuck out of him with a crowbar the building blew up right as Batman was pulling up that Jason Todd was in. And at the back of the comic, it was phone 1900 blank if you want him to live, phone 1900 blank if you want him to die. It was a fan poll. <laughs> and they People had. Overwhelmingly voted for him to die. I think it was close. Like, as far as, like, just from memory, I could probably Google later. From memory, it was close, like 5149 close. But they wanted him dead. And I guess DC had written the next few issues and had them ready to roll if he was alive or dead crazy and so like i hate really lazy resurrections in comics like in the like the ultimate the the first crossover ever was that crisis on infinite earths by dc right and barry allen flash dies in it saving the world Mm -hmm. or saving the multiverse right from the monitor at the time Mm -hmm. and like he died he was gone he died a noble way and they did that with a few other like um hal jordan they're the most popular Green Lantern, yeah. arguably. He died in a noble way, saving Earth. And, like, 
um, the the Robin Hood looking green arrow. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. died. Like they all died in heroic ways, and they came up with new versions. Like there was Wally West, Flash. There was, and they had replaced them. And like well, Nightwing like was eight pretty Green Lanterns, wasn't there? Yeah, and that's the thing. But like they had replaced them perfectly, and then the guy who took over DC in the I think it was like late nineties was like he's 10 or 15 years older than me i think and his favorite guys were the 70s guys Mm -hmm. so then he had all these horrible stories created that or at least that's the way i see it and he's like i want hal jordan back i want barry allen back i want oliver queen back Mm -hmm. and it's like and they were terrible stories it's like hal jordan pretty much got godlike power for a while and i think the way he brought back oliver queen was there was like because Oliver Queen died in an explosion and he found like a piece of his essence or DNA on Superman's cape and was able to bring him back from that. And I'm like, so you're telling me Superman doesn't do his laundry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he's not flying so fast when he's moving faster than a speeding bullet that that particle's not like tearing off his cape at high speeds. Like, But yeah, and they undid like a whole bunch of really awesome like character development from the 90s to bring back this guy's, they call it the Silver Age, right? Like mm-hmm. the Silver Age superheroes so that you could have the original Batman, Superman, Lantern, and all of them, right? And yeah. it's like, and then they pushed Wonder Woman as like the Trinity. Yeah. I think that was like, and they, and that's what bugs me is they told you what their big three was. They didn't let you pick. Yeah, I never understood that because I always felt like both Flash and Green Lantern were arguably bigger and more popular characters than Wonder Woman. Even Martian Manhunter was a more core element of the Justice League. Yeah, certainly when I was a kid, like no one gave a shit about Wonder Woman. Right, like, and then they cranked up her power level. Like if, like I was raised on the old Linda Carter TV show. Yeah, she needed an invisible jet to get places. Yeah, yeah now yeah. it's like. She can, instead of needing the bracelets, bullets just bounce off her. It's like, when did that happen? She's just as tough as Superman now, apparently. Well, actually, I guess I watched watched the movie, and they still had her using her bracelets to deflect bullets. Yeah, in the movies, but still, like, even if... It took me two years... Is it been two years? It, like I just watched Batman vs Superman. Yeah, that one was awful. But they're, they're she was the awful. one that was like kicking the fuck out of Doomsday in yeah. the movie, not Superman. Not, yeah. Like Batman shouldn't even be there. Like it already annoys the fuck out of me that he has a Batmobile with like semi-automatic yeah. guns rotating <laughs> on it, and it's like <laughs> just so over right. The like top. anyone who reads the comic knows that like he hates guns yeah. and that's why he's an orphan yeah. but no let's put guns on the Batmobile that'll fucking look awesome on the big screen right like and all my friends are like you're just too critical of it and I'm like no it doesn't make no, sense no that movie was awful and they absolutely destroyed Doomsday as a character and any future use of Doomsday like uh, I mean They've fucked up the DC movie universe so bad. And out of the gates, which and is the out horrible of the part. Gates, and like now they're constantly like they're trying to retcon and like you change stuff and like oh it's awful. And now like now they're gonna do I know they're planning to do like that Joker origin movie, which will be totally outside of like the current. You're DC. not supposed to know who he is. Ever. Like, yeah. Like well, even the the crappy movie from 89 the tim burton did who said he was this gangster or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. in the comics nobody knows who he is no i know i know unless they've changed it now I, and no, that I was know. the beauty of it is he was this no-name hoodlum the red hood 
with the tuxedo and that stupid fishbowl on his head or whatever. And he fell in the chemicals and he came out and then he doesn't know who he is. And there's an amazing, I can't remember if it's year one or um, what was the one that they just put out on DVD where he like shoots Batgirl. Oh my God, I'm a horrible Killing Joke. Killing Joke. It's in one of those comics. I think it's Killing Joke where he's talking to Commissioner Gordon. He's like, one day I'll wake up and I'll think that I used to be Bob the refrigerator repairman. Yeah. But then the next day I thought, like, he's so fucked up. Yeah, he doesn't insane. know who he is. And I like that no one will ever know. No, they... So I hate, like, even when they were forced into doing, like, Wolverine Origins. Like, that's dumb. Well, Leave see, it. And this one, this one, I like, because of, like, what you just said, where they don't, they've never gone into his his true origin I could see this one like because from what I understand it's supposed to be like a Scorsese type atmosphere movie set in like the 80s so I could see it just picking up with him as a young criminal maybe even like a mass criminal like the Red Hood or something without going into his full backstory yeah but I don't know I know in, in Gotham right now the show they're building up to the Joker like, yeah. and how he becomes the Joker. At least with stuff like that, like with Gotham, I know it's already like this alternative reality spin yeah. on him. So I take it with a grain of salt. Um, and it's a pretty good show, actually. I've ended up liking the kid that is Penguin. I didn't originally, but I was like, after a few, I was like... Yeah, no, he plays him pretty and well. And Nigma being a cop, like, whatever. Like, and Catwoman being the little girl or whatever, like, I get it's their spin on it. So I'm taking yeah. it with a grain of salt and taking out little small victories right because that's just the way it's been like warner brothers owns dc comics they'll do whatever the fuck they want with it and it'll always be bad and you just have to pick out small victories like for the three nolan films um heath ledger is my small victory oh see and i love the nolan films but heath ledger was the best part of them by far yeah and like even in the first one i didn't mind Ra's al ghul but by the time the bane movie came around i was like Hmm. that entire and then him disappearing to like with Catwoman yeah Yeah. or him even being a cripple when she shows up and then retrains himself I'm like see I guess I like that for that one it was like a very like original story that they went with like I mean they kept his essential origin yeah like intact but then like the League of Shadows stuff like and going off with Ra's al Ghul like as far from the canon I remember reading as a kid that wasn't Batman's original origin no you know so like I kind of like that they took that span and, you know, just brought the Joker in randomly. I like that they did the thing with Bane and the Talia al Ghul reveal. Yeah. Actually, I just started watching the Bane one last night with Nakia because she'd never seen it. And I don't know what I had seen on YouTube a couple days ago, but it was something in a Bane voice. I was like, I haven't watched that movie in a few years. I'm going to watch so it. Bad. I see and I I don't know. I, there's parts that I dislike about it. Like, I hate Joseph Gordon-Levitt. And so them setting yeah. him up as Robin, I didn't like. And... I, I don't know. There's definitely aspects that didn't sit Like, well isn't there me. a Nightwing movie or TV show in the works? Like, Oh, that I don't know. That'll break my heart. Because, yeah. like, Nightwing... The 90s Nightwing is my end-all be-all for, like, a comic book. It was... They finally took him. They said he's grown up. They moved him to a city. That was his city to look over. Yeah. They started bringing in some B-villains, elevating them to A for him. Yeah. And, like, Batman has, like... I could probably, with a little help, rattle off 40 that you could put a TV show or a movie around. But... And it's like Superman. They keep bringing back Zod, Luther, Zod, yeah. like yeah, Batman. Well, no one has a like whose dick do I have like to Batman. touch to get a Brainiac movie? Or like he's got other good characters, yeah. but they keep 
Mr. Dude. Whatever Mixel Picks or whatever. Uh, yeah, well, that's not. That's the <laughs> guy that. Goodness. Cri- but that was the guy that brought in all the different colors of kryptonite, and that's another like. Mm. Green's good. Yeah, red, yeah, yeah, right. Like red, I didn't mind because red kind of corrupted him a little and made him more evil or whatever. Yeah. But like, Smallville was another one that was like, I I got that it was an alternate reality and I took it for what it was. And they had these little like, I feel like it was little like this little tiny touch will be for the real fan. This little <laughs> tiny touch will be for the real fan, right? Yeah. And so then they brought in the guy who played Spike from Buffy and he was like Brainiac or whatever. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> He's actually, he plays... um chase stein's dad and runaways <laughs> whatever as long as he's getting work like it broke my heart because it was like the 20th anniversary of buffy last month and i'm sure in your household that's a thing because ah uh, she didn't mention it she really? did she went and saw him in concert he played in saskatoon nice like some acoustic because when we were all bp she was like hardcore oh, yeah, buffy no, she still loves it and i like she's read some of the comics and stuff because yeah still owns some of them but because even sarah michelle geller tweeted out she's like on the 20th anniversary and she actually no, I guess it was probably just about a year ago. She rewatched like the whole series, and it's and that's the thing. Like I like Whedon; he's a good writer because he'll like he writes stuff where you get emotionally invested, you start caring about characters, and then when he kills people off, it's meaningful and he doesn't bring them back, right? Yeah. Like, and it's yeah, and it's I don't know. I feel like they brought him onto a few projects too late to try and like clean them up. Well, the, he tried to come on and save Justice League, right? Like, yeah, he ultimately got like. A I'm holding off on that. Him. Like, I, I thought it was better than Batman versus Superman. It's an enjoyable, like, if you just take it for what it is, it's just like an action movie, just See, entertainment. It's okay yeah. if you're like they rush into introdu- the introduction of like Flash and Cyborg, like with so little discussion of them in previous movies they just ram them in like and they're key characters now in a two-hour movie and that's but that's the way where did they come from dc's been doing i know i know and they're so that's what pisses me off about dc so much when you compare it to marvel where they've just played a 10-year long game finally building up to avengers infinity war like 18 movies tying into one to tell event. and then infinity war is going to be what two big two movies parts, right yeah and, yeah like and suppose like from the early reviews that like they haven't done a full screener yet like they're keeping it so under wraps until the week of release that even like the world premiere won't be till the week of and normally it's a few weeks before yeah um but i know they screened like a half hour of continuous footage like an actual half hour sh- portion of the movie for audiences and the reviews i've heard on that are like it's the best marvel movie ever like it's just insane how well they've brought it all together and i've enjoyed them all like i do have to watch thor i have to finish punisher on netflix i think and then i'm good oh i haven't watched jessica jones 2 yet thor and Um, thor and black panther both i you need to see them both before i will it's just i'm not in a comic book zone right now so jessica jones season two was good just not nearly as good as season one like and that's the thing like i i liked it because i just i think she's such a great character but i thought the long running story like i don't know is not and that's the problem like they shot pat like there was four alias comics right one was kind of like the courtship process with luke cage and they kind of blew right past that and he's with the night nurse now so i was like that kind of sucks because in the comics, I like that they had their kid. He is with the night nurse in the comics. No, in the TV oh, shows yeah, with the yeah, night yeah, nurse, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's married to Jessica Jones, right? And so, like, but 
the courting process in the comics was awesome because they were human and like she was a drunk like she got white girl wasted one night but she had a crush on him so she was doing like the creepy stalker go by your house thing and she was trying to half-ass fly while wasted (laughs) flew through his window and trashed his fridge and passed out and i'm like that's awesome i know and it's like but it's a human thing right like they didn't they weren't these pristine characters but the tv show kind of like they just banged right away and i was like i wanted this like fucked up courting process of him just being like damn woman can't you clean yourself like (laughs) i i would have liked that but i also like the way they did it in the show where like they hook up once and then they're kind of cool and then they realize they're both super powered and then they hook up again and they like fucking break <laughs> the band stuff, they're yeah. hammering so hard like yeah like know. and cause yeah in the one of the runs of um the comic book she's dating the second hat man and he's a character that they use but they'll never bring him out of the movies to put in one of these TV shows the Scott Lang character yeah. dated her before Luke Cage I yeah think. actually I think I knew that so like we don't need that but yeah like I felt like the courting process could have been a lot longer and like like there's room for a lot of comedy in there oh just with her being a fuck up right and admitting it and i love in the show where she's just like uh drink yeah yeah the place stinks she oh yeah like i of and i guess i've read some of those comics so i have a better understanding of her character than say like luke cage or iron fist but i think they've captured the essence of her character in that show so well like and they casted the it perfectly cynical bitch like right cuz i remember her from breaking bad as the neighbor <laughs> yeah and i enjoyed her in there and the second they said that's who was casted as jessica jones i was like i could completely be on board with this cuz she played like the heroin addict in that show right yeah, that was yeah. like sketchy and fucked up and yeah like it's so good like i don't know if that's why i'm holding off from season 2 because season 1 for me was so good and it captured the Purple Man story so well. Yeah, see, and season two does not at all compare to that. In like the, the Do they get into her sister being... Is it Hellcat? Pat, yeah, they... Well... Is it Hellcat? It's such a yeah, C-grade they character. Do, they, yeah, it's Hellcat. Okay. But they do, like, Patsy Walker or whatever, yeah. right? So in the first season, they have that Frank Oz guy, that nuke the yeah. character, um, who... I forgot about him, yeah. He's, like, huffing some stuff towards the end to, like, keep him super strong or whatever. So she kind of picks that up in the second season and is, like, becomes, like, kind of a junkie on it. Like, because she wants to be super powered. And, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to spoil it. I don't care. Like, nothing, yeah. The whole, I mean, the the season is about, it's mostly about jessica's mom and her discovering how she got her powers and what happened to her family and stuff seeing in the comics i don't know if they ever even touched on that it just kind of was like boom here's jessica jones and it would do flashbacks to like when she was jewel and like when purple man originally like took her mind over yeah and like the tv show made it even more fucked up i think just the way he like Oh, messed like, with her? Yeah, she was like a sex slave, basically, right? Yeah, like, yeah. like you know, it was so good. But yeah, this one, like, her mom ends up being the like they both received their superpowers to save their lives after the family was in a big car accident. Jessica's been led to believe her mom's dead, but she's actually been alive all these years. But she's like a rage monster, basically. Like, she's still human and stuff, but she has these rage attacks and will, like, actually kill people and tear their arms off and shit. I wonder if they let Bendis still have any input or if they've completely just gone where they want with this character. I Yeah, I don't know. Because like, that was, like, 
And like when you think of the last twenty years, that's one of the few original characters that now is like it's they're up there. Yeah, huge, yeah. Like I can't think like Runaways was a new creation, Jessica Jones was a new creation. There's like, the new Miss Marvel is really popular. Um Kamala Khan, her name is. She's not like the old Miss Marvel yeah. or Captain Marvel. She's like a totally new thing and she I think she's an inhuman and she can change her size like there was a tv show i didn't watch after episode two the inhumans oh yeah i same i try it i tried watching the best part and they drank them so it's like the dog's gone i'm out of here dog and crystal because she was such a babe those were the only things that made the show tolerable that's not enough to keep me around sadly anymore like (laughs) the, the best most apt review i read of it before i even started watching was like the costumes looked like some cosplayers put their costumes together the night before Comic Con. <laughs> and I was like, that is so on point. Like, Medusa looked so bad. And just, I, and they didn't take time to get you invested in them. And they almost seemed like these, like, like all the cool kids in high school that you didn't give a fuck about. Because yeah. everyone else is working the minds. And it's like, why do I care about Black Bolt? He's an asshole. Yeah. Why do I care about Medusa? I actually like the evil brother or yeah. whatever. He was good. I yeah. did like him. But that's not good when the evil characters, you're like, I could watch. But like, yeah. they didn't, whatever. Everyone's trying to cash in on the comic book craze. And I'm amazed it's still running oh. 10 years later. Like, What bothers me is that Inhumans should have been a movie. Like, they they planned to do an Inhumans movie. Originally. I think it would have bombed, though. Well, I... I think after investing all that money, they're like, "Fuck, let's just do a one season." But and they call laid it a day. they'd laid the groundwork for Inhumans in Agents of Shield, which I mean, not everyone that follows the MCU movies watches that. But like, they, had they a did huge, a whole Tarragon Mist thing, right? Yeah, there's yeah. a huge and like Daisy Johnson, like Quake gets in the show gets her powers because she's an Inhuman. Um, so like, yeah, there is huge stuff that they could have. Did they end up bringing a lot of the Secret Warriors in? Um, or just Quake and Yo-Yo I don't know that one she's the one that could she was the black chick who was the guy with the chain I thought he was in there Hellfire yeah or did they oh actually yeah he he is in in, in, as an inhuman but he's not on their team like he was a villain Um, I think he was working for Hydra actually and then who uh, well I guess similar to the comics but not doing the double agent thing Yo-Yo was like the Latin girl that was on the team that had like hypersonic speed or whatever Hmm. she could like go really fast but then i remember her clicks figure she could go so to but she had to return back to to where she was right i like how everything comes back to clicks yeah (laughs) and um so she's in the show and is like a pretty big part of it now but yeah other than that it's just her and daisy Hmm. because i liked all the kids that they had in that series it's disappointing to me that they did that because the one season Season three, I think. Can't remember when Daisy got her powers. I think it was season three, but the tagline for it, like, because each each season has kind of had, like, the theme for either the first half of the season or second half or something. So, like, uh, in season four, they did this thing where they were in an alternate reality where Hydra was ruling. Hmm. And so, like, the show logo for those weeks was, like, the S.H.I.E.L.D. logo with super, like, a Hydra-looking thing. The tentacles? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, 
that season three it, secret warriors was the theme so i was like fuck yeah like like i've liked the show and the first the second season especially when they got into daisy being quake and stuff was excellent but i was so much more hyped for that thinking it was gonna be secret warriors and then it was nothing at all like it but like, that's the problem put, is they like they borrow stuff and don't do it the true yeah, tribute like that it should to, have. She put together a team and like she had that yo-yo, but then like the other guy that was on the team was not someone that had any basis in the comics or anything. So like I didn't give a shit about him. I, and... Yeah, there's sometimes where they buy all in on the comic book story, like when they brought Bucky back, they yeah. kept it pretty close, right? Yeah. With the whole like they would thaw him out to go assassinate someone or whatever. And then there's other times where they just take the theme or the name, like. Um, and the next cap movie like civil war felt so underwhelming to me because but they didn't own the fantastic four they didn't own the x-men right. they didn't own spider like at least they got to bring the spider-man kid in but like it should have been so much more at the airport instead of just i know i know instead and of five guys running against five guys it should have been like 50 on 50 yeah. right and it's like like where's bill foster getting murdered by the thor clone right like <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, yeah. ragnarok yeah, that was <laughs> so good yeah that that civil war was one of the best and they twisted things because they were like we like you thor but we're gonna steal your dna and not tell you what we're doing and it because it was stark and fantastic yeah, right that yeah, made him yeah and it's just it was awesome because yeah like even because i think johnny and sue were on cap side and yeah. then ben and reed were on the other side and yeah. it's just they split things up the only thing i didn't <laughs> like from that whole run was them unmasking peter yeah, which they which they undid. Yeah, which, in a dumb but wish storyline. Yeah, but like, other than that, like, yeah, like that was such a golden period of writing that like, anytime I pick up a comic, I'll like read. At least I have like a two year run. I'll read for a while and just be like, this isn't tingling what it used to be, right? Like, in the in detective comics, like it's uh, Batwoman. She has a team under her, and it's like Clayface. They've made a good guy, and it's like it's not my thing. Yeah. Like, how did he make Clayface a good guy? Like, <laughs> I don't know. but there's been like five Clayfaces, so I had to be like, which one's which? Because like, the one that from my generation was a guy who was an actor who had an accident and he was made ugly, mm-hmm. and he did some experiment to himself to try and fix his face, and then his whole body just went Bleh, and he was Clayface, right? <laughs> and there was another one that was like a Russian guy, but like, I don't know. I just feel like I don't know if. I'm just getting old and I'm the get off the lawn guy or just storytelling's not capturing me anymore. Like, yeah, I don't know. For me, I think part of why I've stopped reading the comics so much is just because I'm getting such satisfaction out of the Marvel movies and, and the shows like the uh, the Netflix shows anyways. Although Runaways has been great as a show and I've seen now the trailers for the Cloak and Dagger show coming out. Nice. And that also looks surprisingly good. Like maybe a little teen drama-y, but yeah. I'm, I'm not I've never disliked those kind yeah. of shows. So. And that was the problem back in the day with Smallville is they made it like half Superman, half Dawson's Creek. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like I don't want that. And yeah. like or you'll get like too artsy of a guy on it like Man of Steel the movie made me irate because it's like he crashed he was raised with all the goodness and then he just kind of started wandering the country as this like life-saving hobo yeah, and I'm like yeah come on like no that one was terrible like what's wrong with and yeah like even I started watching Supergirl and it wasn't even that bad like they stuck the Jimmy Olsen character in there and like they will always well and the Martian Manhunter's in it too right 
I haven't got that far yet. Like, and he's a great character. I don't know why he wasn't in the movie. Yeah, he's in it, and I'm pretty yeah. Because is he Hank Henshaw? No, Hank Henshaw is Cyborg Superman. Okay, well, I know Hank Henshaw is in Supergirl, but he yeah, Hank Henshaw was Cyborg Superman that showed up as one of the four possible Superman after they right, killed him right, off, right? Right. But Hank Henshaw is amazing. He was a huge part of um, uh, the Lantern. The rain where every color all of a sudden became a ring. Um, the War of Light. Brightest Day or whatever. Oh, yeah, And yeah, what yeah. was before that? There was Brightest Day, Blackest Night. Maybe Brightest Day, yeah. Like, he became one of the fear guys. Oh, okay. For, like, Sinistro, um, Sinistro's yeah. main guys was Hank Henshaw, right? Mm-hmm. But then they split off, and I hated it. Then every color had to have a ring, and it had to be, like, red is anger, and yellow is fear, mm-hmm. and blue is tell me about it do you want to talk about resources going wild in hero clicks like were you done by the time they had the war of light event and they had they made every lantern a resource i took my batmobile vehicle and i went home they (laughs) like that pretty much sums it i think if you were someone like colin who who loved lanterns collected everything if you had every piece yeah that's his every lantern like because there were so many constructs for each lantern. You'd have like a decoy and a boxing glove, and there was at least a dozen. There was the green bow and arrow. Yeah, and like a sniper rifle, like at least a dozen different constructs for each color. And so, what are there, nine colors? Roy G. Biv, so seven. Red, orange, yellow, green, blue, but then indigo, violet. Black and white. Oh, black and white. Because they did yeah. black and white too. Those were con exclusive ones that by they then. did. Yeah. Um, so you add. And no, it had to have been even more constructs than that because I'm pretty sure it was like over 150 pieces you would have had to have to get all of them. Did Colin finish it? Yeah, he got them all because they, they, the Green Lantern was the prize piece for like the event series. I had that. Yeah, because ev- I thought everyone got a Green Lantern. Got you a got green lantern. you got the two add-ons that was the bow and arrow and something else. Yeah. and then I kind of played a few e- after that. Each but... month you'd get like the participation figure which would come with a construct they were all green lanterns the participation figures and then there were con exclusive constructs and then later they released all of those at retail in single figure boosters for like a dollar 99 or two dollars 99 cents each i remember having so then people could just buy a case of like the 48 pieces and basically get them all but i remember colin buying three cases to get all of those yeah because i know ryan kirk was big into that story arc but he only wanted the yellow like he wanted Sinistro yeah. Arkillo um, Anti-Monitor I think was yellow like yeah. he wanted the fear guys and that was cool because it was easier to collect right yeah it's just those big events burned me out like I liked showing up play a few games go home like- there's some like slightly more powerful <laughs> LEs like than the normal guy and that's the end of it yeah no they um don't get me wrong, I enjoyed Master Mold. That series was awful, and that was part of what killed, started killing the competitive game for me, because, like, the lanterns were so busted in what they could do. Like, they could, the green lantern especially, you could totally shut team down. Like, all your constructs were the same color, and you had the green ring and the green lantern. Yachters couldn't be given more than one free action per turn or something. Yeah, So if just... you had a guy with perplex and running shot... 
he couldn't use one or the other because perplex is a free action and the range attack from running shot is a free action oh, yeah. so he could only do one see i've already forgotten most of the rules from it oh and they just did a re they just overhauled the rules last i saw year that because they make it a lot easier yeah i and saw I they released a new pack and i kind of looked at it to see what they did because isn't outwit based on your points now or is no, it no but it's different you can like you don't have to see the power on someone's dial to outwit it. That you can just yeah. choose a power and say you can't use it. So that and if it, it shows ever shows up, up on their dial, oh, they can't okay. use it. Because in the past, if you outwitted something and they turned the dial once, they got it back. Oh, well, not, not, in the time I've, not in the time I've played. In the time I've played, as long as it was outwitted, even if they clicked and it showed up, like, like say you outwitted their defense punched them for five and it and showed up again that same defensive power it was still considered yeah then it's still gone but like if you punched it off of them and i thought it came back again later you'd have to re oh you'd have to re yeah them. yeah it wouldn't be like a permanent yeah. witch or anything yeah um no there's there was a lot of big changes like you can't super strength doesn't combo with hypersonic anymore so you can't like it never should have well no but you can't like <laughs> but everyone can pick up lights though too right? everyone can yeah. pick up lights but even super strength now like charge you can't charge and hit someone with an object anymore uh, object attack is now like its own action hmm. so you have to be standing in front of a guy with an object for a turn so they've removed a lot of the alpha strike kill your best guy in one shot stuff yeah which is good because then characters will although I mean, they have to an extent, but like I said, dials are a lot shorter now. I guess, yeah. So you could still have a guy dealing that's got like a five printed damage. Like a Hulk can still one shot a lot of figs. Which yeah. is If it's good. Joe Cop, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I mean, that that's the thing. Like there's some, they've gone really extreme with some of these efficient dials. Like the Wolverine I said in this new set. So all there's a bunch of the X-Men figures that have like a headmaster trait which gives them leadership and perplex if they use it on another X-Men character. Hmm. So this Wolverine has that. He can be played at a 50-point dial that's only three clicks. The last click is a stop click, which stop clicks can't be countered or ignored anymore. So you can't outwit it, and it can't be pulse-waved through. I thought it always stopped, even. Uh, no. It didn't stop pulse-wave hmm. before. Or some, they started adding like the wording like can't be ignored yeah. to get around it, and but now it's on like everything. It's just pulse wave hit both pulse wave and energy explosion have been made awesome and bad about three times in the time I've oh, played the game. Man, pulse wave they haven't changed at all since I've played, but energy explosion they you used to be able to perplex energy explosion that the plus one would go on the splash too. Yeah, like like they when I first started playing with you, energy explosion sucked. And then they made it awesome where the splash damage was based on the number of lightning bolts your guys had. So if you had someone with three damage and pen blast, they were doing penetrating three and splash three damage to everyone around. Yeah. yeah. So like that you, was later on. Yeah. At one point it was it did your base damage on the middle guy and one to everyone around. Yeah. Right. And then they made it where it was just one to everybody and it really sucked. Yeah. But then they did the lightning bolt. Now thing. they did the thing where it was the base damage and then the lightning bolts to everyone. Yeah. And now it's back where it's just two to everyone. And like whether they were the targeted character or it's splash damage. Hmm. And it ca it can't combo anymore with like pen blast or yeah. anything. 
so yeah because the penetrating one with huge splash was a big deal yeah like i i don't know there's there's some of the changes that i like and some that i thought were dumb like mind control they've made just awful now well it wasn't that good before but now there used to be feedback damage and a repercussion to it yeah yeah now well which i thought that sucked before but i liked that you could give them any action you wanted like the mind controlled character now you get one turn to do something yeah now it's if you mind control them they get the mind controlled character can be given a move action at half speed and oh. a closer ranged attack but just a vanilla attack no powers mm-hmm. and you can do it in either order like attack first <laughs> then move but that's it so like i mean most of the time yeah someone complained hard enough well and and i think actually i saw because they have like a watch list now where they're constantly reviewing game yeah. moments and stuff so i think mind controls back on the list for them to look <laughs> at again because they realize they just fucking tanked it like it's totally useless now. I like but. that. I'm going to cut you off. Okay. We've done 90 minutes. Holy smokes. I know. These <laughs> things go fast and they're super fun. Right. Um, and I know you have to go pick someone yes, up. And I it's do. 22 right now. Oh so God, yeah. I'm going to end it. And thanks for coming out. Yeah. Thanks for having me. We'll have to do it again.